Hello everyone and welcome to the latest issue of Comic Book Gentlemen, the podcast where we use our decades of being giant nerds to discuss the most divisive issues in our fandom. I'm your host Greg, joined by my classic co-host Dave. How's it going, Dave? Uh, do you know what? It's 2022. Yeah. It's over. It's over. I'm ready for this. Talk about <laughs> the year as a summary. Yeah, it's crazy to think it's already December. Yeah, it's, it's already the holiday season. It was by too quick. It's also our third time doing this podcast, or this, oh, this specific episode. my God. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, uh, I, you know, whenever we have this episode coming up, I'm always like, the hard part about this episode I find is what did I read in the first half of the year? Yeah, that's always <laughs> the tough part. It's like, it's like January and February or just like a fog. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's the worst, too, if you read something you really liked back then, too. It's like, ah, oh, I can't believe I forgot <laughs> yeah. about that. So, like, what I ended up doing was listening to our previous podcast. Oh, yes. And I was like, yeah. okay, if I didn't, last year's podcast, if I didn't mention it then, I probably haven't read it until 2022. So, I'm good to mention it now. So, but then I feel like in my head, I'm like, I've talked about this a million times. Yeah. How was how this not on my list last year? It was just because I read it in, like, January, February. I had all this year to talk about <laughs> it. So, guess what? I'm going to talk about it again. Yep. <laughs> can't help fair. it. But, yeah, how was, how was um, Comic... Oh, sorry. I guess for anybody new who hasn't heard our previous episodes, go back and listen to it. It's awesome. We appreciate it. Uh, but, yeah, every December, we go through our top lists of, uh, you know, either comics or specific storylines or something like that. That was just our favorites for the years. And we highly recommend you guys checking it out. So that's the plan for this episode again. Uh, but in general, how was 2022 for you for comics? Was it a good year? Was it a mid-year? Was it a bad year? Um, I'm going to say what I, like, what I have read on a regular, like, uh, the, the stuff that I collect, the stuff that I've uh, followed, um, it was abysmal. Oh, really? I would say. <laughs> that uh, th there was really not, like, there was just, it, it just seemed, uh, and I don't know if it was just the general, like, 2022 feel, it was just like a bleh, kind <laughs> of a, kind of a time. Um, I did not, uh, I, when I first started putting my list together, I was really struggling. Really? Yeah, other than, the, like, I, I snapped off, like, one or two, and then I remembered, oh, right, I, re I, I read some stuff outside of what I normally read. Uh, and then I was like, oh, wait a minute, that stuff was actually pretty good. So, so some of that stuff made the, made the list, but nice. I think overall for just mainly what I, what I collect, I would say like the main Marvel titles, especially those are my, the, my primary collection. It was rough. That sucks. It was dude. a rough year. I, I felt like I had a decent year. Like I, mm -hmm. I felt like I tried a bunch of new stuff. Unfortunately, yeah. Uh, it was I like I said I listened to last year's episode a bunch of the stuff I read last year ended this year so mm. it was like oh man you know I gotta find some new stuff trick it out I even went back and read yep. a bunch of old stuff too so I thought it was actually a good year for me but so before we get into our our tops you said yep. you had a little, little uh, special list for me yes um, these were the 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 three ones that just popped to mind immediately when I was thinking of this that went in the opposite direction oh no <laughs> uh, that were just just bad. Um, and, and the first one I was really excited about when it first came out, which was Dark Ages. Oh yeah. By Marvel. Uh, it was kind of a neat concept with the powers basically shut off. There's no power. So you got all your guys like Iron Man and stuff like that. Like they're hooped because yeah. they have no power. Um, <laughs> but it was like, it was a neat, it was a neat concept. The way they introduced it, the way they were kind of advertising it when it was first coming out. And it, I, I'm going to say, like, the first little bit was fun because it's, like, one of those, like, alternate universes where they could just randomly kill off anybody they want because who really cares because yeah. it's not the real thing. So there was just, like, these surprise deaths and things happening all the time. And it was a lot of a lot of fun. Like, interesting characters like, like Miles Morales having possession of both Carnage and Venom. What? Uh, you know, just, like, there was just a lot of really cool, neat things. Uh, and then it was just like you're. It was like you're reading it, and then you got to issue six, and then you were like, "Oh, it's done." <laughs> like there was just no finale. Uh, like there was no finale at all. It was just it fell so flat, yeah. and the art was fantastic. Uh, the artist I, I can't remember his name at this point, but he he's actually just moved on to Fantastic Four. He's a really good artist. Yeah, they had a really good concept because you have the whole Marvel universe, and you can twist it any way you want because it's just a you know an alternate hey here's a interesting side story and it was just like wow you guys made this not interesting at all it was, <laughs> it, is, it, was it was really disappointing that sounds like something they go in a pitch meeting for it's like we have yeah. a great idea total global blackout let's see yeah. what happens and like oh sweet yeah go ahead and then they're halfway through like oh shit we didn't think of an ending <laughs> yeah yeah it was just like it just it fell it fell flat unfortunately that, sucks. So yeah. that was one of them uh the second one was uh judgment day yeah, I heard you. I heard you talk about this a little bit. Yeah. It was 
meaningless. Yeah. Um, and, and what was really sad, like, if you were reading these, like, week to week, month to month, you know, however they were coming out, like, at one point, I think probably about issue four, you're like, oh, my God, they're, like, restarting the Marvel Universe or doing, like, a, like a reboot or something. Yeah. Because the whole planet's been destroyed. Jeez. Like, everybody is dying. Like, and they're killing off, like, I mean, normally you see comics like this where it's like, oh, they killed off, oh, they killed off Captain America, or they or they killed off Iron Man, or yeah. whatever. It's like, no, we're going to kill off, like, all the Avengers Jeez. in one shot, you know, or we're going to kill off all the X-Men in one shot. Like, it was just so epically huge to land with a, like, a, just a really unsatisfying ending with no consequences. Yeah. It was just, it, the art was there. Um, I don't think uh, Gillian's a bad writer. Um well, I th again, it's one of those situations where they said, like, we have to have an event. Yeah. Let's do something crazy. Oh, but we don't actually want to change anything. We just have to have an event. Yeah. And it's just like, so, like, what what was the end? Because if it's shit anyways, who cares? Like, did they just go, oh, never mind. It was all. Yeah, they just reset it. <laughs> that was <laughs> so it. Was like, I'm, I'm talking, like, you saw, like, three, at least probably three comics of, like, the entire planet just absolutely devastated. Yeah. Like, they're basically, at this point, just kind of hiding from the from the, the, the <laughs> celestial. Yeah. And, and trying to keep everybody alive. And, and, then, and then one of the things that didn't make any sense to me at all was the fact that it was, like, originally started with a fight over the fact that the Eternals were not happy with the X-Men because the X-Men were resurrecting themselves and that's the Eternals. Apparently that's their thing. It's their, so they have it's like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're infringing on our property. And yeah. so they go into this fight. But partway through, it's like, yeah, there's this epic, huge fa fight attack on the on the Sentinel and he just just, just kills everybody Jeez. in one shot. And you're just like, holy wow, what the heck just happened? And then the X-Men resurrect Captain America. <laughs> it's like, How? How? I thought that was just mutants. Yeah, because the whole point was that Xavier yeah. didn't make any sense. Was around mutants enough to copy their brain waves. Yeah, he had with 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 uh, with Cerebrum. Yeah. So like this, like it just didn't make any sense. So does that mean like he's been copying other people too now, yeah. or like it just like just important? People. And he came out of the egg with his shell or with a shield. <laughs> like what? <laughs> like I mean, okay, it was an epic picture. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And a big surprise, but it was just like, huh? So what was the what was the outcome like? So did the X Men go? Oh, we'll stop resurrecting, or literally nothing? Like everybody came back to life. Everybody's everybody happy. just came back to life. The, the, the only like the only mind. difference, the only the only thing that that basically the only consequence was for the Eternals, as you had, um, and I'm trying to remember her name. She's one of the main Siri or uh, Cersei. Cersei. Yeah. She, she she is dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> the one who's the Eternals who are supposed to be forever. Yeah. Yeah. And dead. it was like one of these like yeah. like oh you think you're so cool you judge people why don't you judge yourself and and then it's like oh, oh yeah. I judge my oh, uh, uh, oh don't compute like it just it that just sucks. was so dumb. So one of the things that you told me was the cool aspect of it was Uranus on mm. Mars. Yes. So what happened with that? Nah, they just brought it all back. What? They just like moved on. Nothing. Yeah. yeah well, everybody's just coming back. Like, they, like there was, there was. What's the point? There were, there were characters that died earlier on in the, in the, like in the series. Yeah. That just, they're just back. That's so frustrating. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. And and like you're landing that to now move into like dark web, and uh, the the crossover between of all things Spider Man and X Men, um, yeah. while at the same time pitching Sins of Sinister. Yeah. I, like it's just, just it's becoming saturated it's horrible and, and and these ideas aren't even like they might be like very cool concepts like yeah. the idea but then when they it's like they just don't flesh them out yeah it's just that's, bad that's fascinating so which well, leads me into the last one yeah the worst okay. one which is a culmination of everything because i've i've you know i i signed myself up for this and now i'm regretting it <laughs> reading the dawn of x reign of x yeah the entire x-men franchise for anybody that's wondering, hey, should I get into X-Men? Don't. <laughs> it is so appallingly bad. Really? It's oh, just man. bad. Some of the comics have literally been turned into just straight up teen dramas. Yeah. With no real superhero aspect to it. Just, it's just like, hey, let's, it's, it's like you're a part of a documentary crew that's just following around a bunch of teenagers. Oh, who no. just happen to have special powers. The, the. Jersey Shore of yeah. There's so much <laughs> useless like dialogue that goes nowhere. I hate these white pages that show up all the time. I've mentioned that before. Yeah. Uh, because now it's just gotten to the point of like 
like where they used to serve a purpose of like bringing you up to speed on something. Yeah. Now it's just like, oh, you know, uh, oh, this is Magma's journal. And then she <laughs> wrote something nasty about Sunfire. Oh, you know, it's just like, it's so bad. I remember so the White bad. Pages, uh, like one of the ones I thought was cool was X-Force. I think it was X-Force. It was either X-Force or Marauders. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But it was like, um, it was a human's perspective on it. Yeah. Like somebody in the FBI or somebody like, or S.H.I.E.L.D. Yep. or something like that typing like, oh. Yeah, 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 exactly. Mm-hmm. Where they're typing like, oh, the, they did this this mm-hmm. time. How are we going to react or whatever? Yeah. And that stuff was fascinating like you're yeah. saying. But yeah, some, some, some of them the, are very... Yeah, some of this has just gotten just out of yeah. hand stupid. It's yeah, so. which is very sad. And we did our whole episode on Jonathan Hickman's run as uh, as uh, on the, as head of X. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely one of those things where it's definitely gone downhill. It, it, it's, uh, I, the they better bring an end to it soon. Yeah. And I know like CBR and some of these other bigger, bigger comic book resource type stuff uh, on the internet, like you like to pump it up, but they're paid to, to do that. <laughs> Every single individual person that I've, I've looked to say like, Hey, did you read this? Did you, did you like it? They, they, everybody's like, at the most they were like, I read it. I was, I was yeah. like, this one was okay. Yeah. That one was okay. But the, the large majority of the stuff that they're producing is, is absolutely horrible. Well, I think the hard part too is like the ones that were good, they mm-hmm. ended like Marauders was pretty decent. They just ended it. Yeah. Uh, Hellions. I loved Hellions. It was one, of, I think it was my number one last year. Like it was, mm-hmm. they ended that just yeah. never did. Well, Marauders is back. Like oh, they've got, really? they've got, yeah, they just restarted it. Cause that's what they like to do. Yeah. You're right. You get that number one issue out there. But it's gone from what it was like. I would say like the first beginning, uh, the first, I'm gonna say 10 to 20, 20 issues yeah. weren't bad. Yeah, and then it got it started getting bad. Yeah, like it started really getting stale. So they ended it, and then when they brought it back, apparently it's now horrible. Oh, really? That's like it's just it's just not good. What are they doing over there, man? I I don't know. Yeah. I mean, if I really wanted to like ruin your life, I'd make you read X Excalibur. No, uh, I'm never because, never again because Excalibur <laughs> is bad, and then moving into the uh, Knights of X was yeah. it's just so bad. Yeah, and and you know ones that really kind of like started off with a bang and were, were kind of interesting, like uh, like a sword. Yeah was really quite good the art was good the the story was kind of interesting at the beginning again just like it, it it's like they went hey here's a great idea what are you gonna do with it i don't know yeah spoilers Bad. i do have an x book on my on my list i'm not saying they're so, all I know, yeah, for sure, for sure. I, i'm just i'm wrapping them all up and yeah. and the good ones are going hey what are you putting me in here with and it's like uh sorry it's uh, it's it's your your yeah. graded on I'll, association i'll because i i even told you this when you told me i'm gonna read mm-hmm. every single one i said don't yeah. so <laughs> yes you did yes <laughs> so i still i still vouch for that the the one i have on my list i'm gonna try to convince you to read it that was that I probably have already yes um but it, yeah it was just it it's the the entire X Men universe is an absolute catastrophe. That right sucks. Now. Well, that's the downside of the podcast. That's let's, the downside. Let's get into the. There good was stuff. some good stuff. There was good, some good stuff. We we promise. Yeah. Uh, so funny enough, every time we the last two years we've done this, we always end with our honorable mention. So mm-hmm. this year we're gonna change it. We're gonna start with an honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Really quick, something yeah. that almost made your list. Okay. Um, I, two, two things that almost made my list and I would put them right at the same level would be, uh, Starship Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty rad. <laughs> and, and the continued Thor run. Yes. Um, both of those almost made the list. Not quite. Um, the Banner of War was kind of fun, but it was, there was also, I think a distribution issue there for mm. a while because they just went like. Hulk and, and Thor just went dark for like two yeah. or three months and there was there were no issues being produced. It was weird. So, uh, but but those ones I would say are, are the best. Like Donny Cates, mm-hmm. uh, you know, will just ramp everything up a million times over. Yeah. Uh, Otley's art on Hulk is just kind of uniquely fitting to to a degree. And and Nick Klein's, uh, predominantly, he does most yeah. of the work on uh, on Thor has been great. I would say those two just about made it in. They're they're very worth reading. Yeah. They just, I didn't feel like the banner, even though the banner war was a lot of fun in the sense of like you just want to see two big, powerful people beat the crap out of each other. Yeah. It was, it was fun, but it wasn't... Like, Top five. It worthy. wasn't, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my honorable mention, so we did a podcast uh, a couple episodes ago where we had Melanie on the podcast mm-hmm. and we kind of gave our, our recommendations for checkout. And I actually did check out a few of yours because I was like, I'm <laughs> yeah. cu- I actually hadn't heard of these. I'm curious. The one that actually got me, I was like, huh, that's very interesting, was Red- Avengers Red Zone. Yeah. I read it and I was like, wow, that's... <laughs> 
fascinating <laughs> considering how it came out in the early 2000s yeah. and how it reflects modern society 20 years later i'm mm-hmm. like fascinating the only mm-hmm. thing i don't like about it was just some of the characters i had no idea who they were yeah there's this guy i think his name was like jack of all trades or something like that and he's like half gold half something I don't oh know. um yes uh jack uh i yes yeah no idea who he was had nothing to do with the story yeah, they, they, there was there were certainly some avengers in there um that were like mm-hmm. fringe members yes that yeah if you're not if you're not super familiar which I, i'm embarrassed the fact that i just can't remember his name at this point but he but yeah there were definitely some fringe members yes. in there that people were like who yeah <laughs> but like the story in general i highly recommend people just go check it out because it's very fascinating uh what happens the funny but, thing yeah. first time i ever saw the art of coppola really that's yeah. hilarious yeah uh yeah it was it was good and uh yeah it was jeff johns too so yeah. I, I like jeff johns so yeah. that's pretty interesting so yeah now let's get into our full number fives okay uh i'll, I'll start Okay. Uh, only because you just mentioned the one I have on number five. Oh. I have Banner of War okay. uh, by Donny Cates. The yeah. reason it's my number five is, like you said, it's just we've seen Hulk versus Thor a million times. A million times over. Decades. But, of course, Donny Cates just has to take the concept <laughs> and turn it up to 11. It, mm-hmm. Like It's just a fun, good time. It's not very deep. There's no, <laughs> no, 100%. This is just Hulk and Thor, randomly Iron Man for no reason, uh, on a planet a million miles away, just go ham on each other. And it's just amazing. You have Hulk Thor, and you have Thor Hulk. <laughs> like, at so at a certain point, your whole nerd level just has to be like, you have to just read it, just to see, oh, yeah. just to see right? It was, like, like, it was a fun ride. It's a fun-ass ride. I, I had a, like, I, I think, uh, kind of like what you're saying about, like, it seemed to go dark at one point. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I started reading it, what, like, six months ago when I went yeah. on Marvel Unlimited, and I just forgot about it. And I just finished it, like, a couple weeks ago when I had to do this list, and mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, this came out. <laughs> this was a- but it was good, yeah. I finished it. It was just a good thing. Mm-hmm. And then the ending was just like, okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> and they just went on their own way. Yes. Yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was a good time. But yeah, that's my. It, it barely made me list there, but it was a good time. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was an entertaining. It was very entertaining. Like yeah. I said, it just about made it into that, along with the the Hulk yeah. and the Thor. Um, it was just about there, but it was like quite literally like let's just have a Smash Bros. Yeah. contest between these two characters and <laughs> just go go ask go nuts and it was, so, it was yeah I, I enjoyed it but yeah. uh what's your number five uh my number five was actually uh it's it's one that i think newer readers i would be very curious if you read this and were like i liked it okay interesting <laughs> interesting which was fantastic for full circle okay uh, it was done by alex ross so he wrote it and he did the art oh, nice um, but it is a very much a throwback to like Jack Kirby, oh, Stan Lee, really? Fantastic Four. So the pace is like, like breakneck, uh, because there's a story to be told. Um, but the, like just the art and, and, uh, they even connected it to, uh, it was a story, uh, it was a story written, I think it was like Fantastic Four, if you like 71 or something like that mm-hmm. it was when they were first starting to get into the negative zone. And uh, they kind of tie it kind of loosely to this, this yeah. a character that shows up in that. And it was, it was just, for me, it was just like, oh, this is like a part of, a part of me was like, oh, right. This is, this is so nostalgic. This is back when I hated the Fantastic Four. <laughs> uh, and then the other part of me was like, oh, right. Now I'm an adult and I can actually read this and understand it's actually, you know, well done. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not just like, oh, it's Fantastic Four, stupid. Yeah, um, that's really funny. It, it was, it was just a, a very... Uh, well done ode to old school Fantastic Four. Yeah. And he even had like, even with his painting and stuff, it just, it just had that old school feel mm. to it. Like that Jack Kirby. It just, it, Aesthetic. It, yeah, it just, it was really, uh, it was really interesting. I found myself like at first I was like kind of reading through it. And I was like, okay, I don't know if I'm going to, like if this is going to be one of those like tough reads. Yeah. And the next thing I know, I was like, I was done. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that was actually really, really nice. Yeah. Really good. So I don't like Fantastic yeah. Four, and you said like you're kind of you're getting more into it now. 
Like, yeah. what is it about Fantastic Four that is good? Like, what? Why do you think it's? I think it's like it's, it's less about the like for me. It's less about the char- like it's it's funny. It's less about the characters. Mm. It's more about their villains. Their mm. villains are oh, yeah. like top notch, like Annihilus and Doctor Doom, Doom yeah. and you know they're they're the ones that are usually messing around with Galactus and you know all these guys. So like the the the, the Rogues Gallery, if you want to call it that, is is really really interesting. But they're you they usually deal with a lot of stuff that I really like, like interdimensional stuff, time travel like all that kind of weird crap um that that really they've did really dug into like uh when brian i think it was brian hitch did did a run on it one of the more uh well-liked ones over over time it was it was fantastic (laughs) for lack of a better term for lack lack of a better term it was it was it was just so well done and again it's it's a comic that i i really like a lot of interest in mr fantastic or or invisible woman or you know any of the characters like i I, like i would say i kind of like the thing in torch yeah kind of barely yeah you know but it's just the it's the 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 bigger picture and the stuff they're always dealing with is so it's like Mm -hmm. donny kate's level writing like like as far as the scope of what they're dealing with uh so it just it gets interesting from that aspect so yeah uh but it's i i have to say like out of all the series that i do read it's probably one of my least favorites, mm. but occasionally they get a good artist, a good writer in there, and they tell a really epic story, and it it's can be very fun. There you go. Yeah, maybe I'll check it out uh, just to see. Maybe I can get in there. I'm curious to see, see just because yeah. it does have that like suit like before my time. Yeah, old school feel to it, and uh, uh, so I'd be curious to see what you thought. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely have to check it out just for that sake. Uh, my number four. So this is my mm. X book. Okay. Uh, so I was going through my list and I like kind of like you said it's like you had those couple that like for sure on the list and then I had you know Banner of War, Banner of War. I'm like okay what, what what did I forget to read and then I realized I had no Al Ewing I was like man I love Al Ewing he's great what does he be uh, writing recently mm-hmm. he's doing X-Men Red yes so my favorite part of Ten of Swords and we've talked about this a couple times it was mm-hmm. a mixed bag of whatever but yeah. I loved Rocco. I thought uh, yes. the Rocco mutants were amazing mm-hmm. and then they did nothing with them and I was pissed uh, <laughs> yeah. but then after uh, the Hellfire Gala they announced hey we're going to Mars and mm-hmm. we, that's where we're bringing Rocco. and I was like hell yeah let's do it mm-hmm. I just want to know a little more about the Rocco mutants so then I found out yeah uh, uh, Al Ewing uh, art by Stefano Caselli uh, they're going they're going to Mars. It's all about the X Men on Mars, and I'm like, that's 100 percent just what I want to read, right? Uh, I only read this like you know last week. There's only like five issues out on Marvel Unlimited, so the first five were good. I don't know where it's going, but you know the first five were good, and it mm-hmm. ends on Judgment Day, and I'll, I'll talk about that in mm-hmm. a second. But like you just have you have Storm, who's amazing. You have Magneto, who's amazing. Uh, a couple other characters that are like I don't really care for you, but at least you add drama, <laughs> right? And it's just them talking through the Rockins and being like, "What are we gonna do? How are we gonna work together? What are we gonna do?" And then you really have like Storm and Magneto changing where they were from Krakoa to match Rocco, mm-hmm. and it's just fascinating to see them evolve and go like, "Okay, how do I now deal with these psychotic mutants?" You know, yeah. for lack of a better term. And then like again, the power sets are fantastic. Like Iska the Unbeaten mm-hmm. is one of the coolest powers created thing in marvel i think in the past like 10 years <laughs> like it's the most fascinating thing because especially the way uh al ewing does it yeah like there's this really cool scene where uh they the the Krakoan mutants wanted something to happen but the rocket mutants like ah it's never gonna happen whatever but they trick iska to use her powers to influence the results <laughs> Because she can't lose, so they just find a way to like just work around her powers yeah. to manipulate it and then and use it. So it's amazing. Uh, it does end on Judgment Day. However, like you said, the best part about Judgment Day was <laughs> yeah. Uranus on Mars with yeah. one. What was it? One hour or something one like that. One hour and just goes ham. And watching that on on paper was amazing. Like, <laughs> I, it sucks. It gets reset. Uh, so we'll see yeah. what happen, what Al Ewing does with it. But to, to watch it happen was insane and the art was great and just again the power sets are amazing so i if, if you burned out on xbox i completely understand i'm a little bit too but this one you got to check out it's a it's a good yeah time. i would have to say uh between that one and the immortal x-men they're, they're probably unfortunately because i mean you have the main x-men title that is just drowned in oh, right now. It's nothing. um but those two the, the immortal x-men and the red x uh, red x-men or uh, x-men red whatever you want to yeah. however you want to put it um, those two are probably their best comics that they put yeah. out uh, right now. 
Hundred percent. So highly, and Al Ewing's great. I yeah. especially yeah, everything he's I've read of him so far has been amazing. So yeah. I'll keep, I'll keep checking it out. and We'll see where it goes. Maybe he can saw it face uh, fix it. <laughs> Who yeah. knows? Who knows? Uh, what's your number four? Um, number four started a little higher, and then it started dropping as I was I was putting the list together. But um, it was it was so fueled 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 almost solely by nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> The ultimate fuel. The, the, the ultimate fuel. <laughs> uh, the fuel that they used in the most recent Spider-Man movie. Yes. Um, was the last Ronin. I don't even know what this is. What, what do you mean? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. 100%. Uh, so you had Kevin Eastman, you had Peter Laird, yep. but then you had like a host of like... I, I was I was looking at the list of people that were involved in this book yeah. and it's like, wow, this reads like a memorial stone or something. Wow. Like there's so many people <laughs> on there. But it was just, just the fact... Like, again, you know, I... I grew up just on the fringe of like Ninja Turtles coming out. Yeah. Um, loved the comics. Used to play the role playing game. Uh, obviously saw the movies. Um, was was definitely in, you know influenced by the, the the first one when it first came out. Uh, we were just like uh, us as kids were just like oh this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, but with this one it was just like it's it's okay let's advance in the future a little bit. Uh, the hands take it or the uh, the foot's taken over over all of you know the city. And there's one Ninja Turtle left. And at first it's kind of like, who is he? And, you know, I, I have my favorite. Mm -hmm. um, and I was disappointed it wasn't my oh, favorite. No. But it made sense. Yeah. It made sense it was it was who it was. And it was just it was just such a nice kind of fun, nostalgic trip. And again, one of those things where it's just like, ah, what if we just took the existing story and advanced it in a weird way? Yeah. And then said... Wait, what wow. would happen yeah, yeah, yeah. um and it was just it was again one of those ones i was just like i couldn't stop reading through because i was just like this is there's a, a lot of nostalgia kind of going back uh with some of the art not all the art was was you know old school mm -hmm. um uh, ninja turtles but it was still just a, a nice fun uh, well not really fun because it was super dark <laughs> but 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 it was a nice a nice trip down memory lane yeah um and uh and then really got me back into going I was like man yeah i gotta go back and read some of this ninja yeah. turtle stuff because like i remember loving this stuff yeah so no that I was my number four i highly recommend kevin eastman's run on tmnt right mm -hmm. now like i think it's been going on since like 2015 yeah. i've been trying to keep up with it i'm super far behind it's having mm -hmm. every time i go to a comic store this is it's just not there right yeah. and it just sucks but uh i yeah i highly recommend it. it's a lot of fun it's like a mix of the, like you said the original tmnt was super dark like it was yeah. black and white people died like it was it was nuts and then they eventually mm -hmm. got goofier as time went on but then this this retelling of it is like a mix of the dark and the, yeah. and the goofy like you said kind of like the 90s movie level of yeah. like goofy plus like a cartoon yeah exactly right yeah. it's, it's really good um but uh yeah I, I love his run but yeah i've been meaning to read last look ronin just just haven't gotten around to it so i'm yeah. super i, need to I wasn't sure if you read it i was gonna bring it over for you but it's it just yeah it, it yeah. just it was again mostly fueled by nostalgia yeah <laughs> which is fair i mean that's like you said i mean there's a whole industry it's just and i tried to stay away from spoilers because yeah. it was like i was like i i know it's already know. out it's been out for a while but unfortunately it got spoiled before i got to, to, to get to the point where yeah. they kind of revealed who it was, but it was uh, really, uh, really a lot of fun. Heck yeah, I know. I got to read it for sure. Uh, my number three, and this is again one of them, I was like, how is this not on my list last year? I've been talking mm. about it for like an entire year now, but okay. it's Something is Killing the Children. children. <laughs> yes, 100%. Uh, by James Tinney IV and Werther Deladera. Uh, mm. This book is amazing. It's like, mm. like I've said multiple times, it's like Buffy the Vampire Slayer meets Stranger Things meets, you know, it's a whole, whole new thing. And I just... I've loved it. I love the art. I love the idea of just let's murder kids. <laughs> you know, always a good time. And I've I've lent this to you. I've lent it to my niece. Like I've yeah. lent it to everybody. It's um. It's also there's how many of them are out now? There's quite a few of them. It's, it's not, been yeah. going. Yeah, it's, it's they, been going for a while. They're even starting to branch out a little yeah. bit into side stories of like what about the society around it? And yeah. Like all that stuff too. Like it's I'm so far behind. I this year like the app was great, but like I'm so far behind on everything that wasn't on the app. <laughs> no, anything <laughs> like, not Marvel. Everything like, not oh Marvel. Haven't oh, read bad. that. Well, yeah. look, I just, I only just read uh, the last, the, the Long Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> it's been out since the 90s. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah wow. Yeah. But no, uh, Something's Killing Children, amazing. Uh, can't, can't recommend it enough. Uh, like I said, it's, I mean, I gave it to my 15-year-old niece. She loved it. She immediately was like, where's number two? Mm -hmm. uh, so we'll see what happens for Christmas. But uh, no, really good read and uh, highly recommend. What's yeah. your number three? Uh, my number three uh, was uh, on my list last year. Um, I wasn't sure what was going to happen this year coming around, but uh, I've really, I 
and I know other people will tear me apart for this, but I've really enjoyed uh, The Amazing Spider-Man with Zeb Wells and John Romita Jr. Why would people... Would people uh, a lot of people don't like it because, like, it, these are some of the complaints that I've heard. Like, it literally starts off in the first pages, and Spider-Man's in, like, the middle of this giant yeah. crater, and something's happened. And then they kind of fast forward a little bit, and, like, everybody hates him. <laughs> like, all of his friends are not happy with him at the, like, at the best. Mm-hmm. All the superheroes, like Fantastic Four, like nobody wants anything to do with him. He di- he's di- he did something, yeah, and we don't know what. And apparently, because it wasn't resolved in three issues, <laughs> people are upset because yeah. because he because Zeb Wells playing the long game on this story, mm-hmm. and which I love. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you for bringing back the long story form. Like there can be a whole bunch of mini stories in there, but thank you for bringing this back and making it drag drag this out a hundred issues, please, mm-hmm. because it, it's so interesting just to be like every time he runs into a friend or a, a you know former ally, and maybe they kind of help him, maybe they don't, but they just are just not happy with him. The X aren't happy with him. Like nobody's happy with him, and we don't know why. Mm. And and it's just such a simple concept. That you're you're like, ah, what could it but be? Why? What could yeah. it be? So, uh, I've enjoyed the art. The first arc with Tombstone was really, really, I thought, really well done. Uh, and then it, now it's getting into dealing with the Hobgoblin again. What I hate about what they're doing in the Marvel Universe is like you've got this good story going, like they put out two issues, and then all of a sudden, like, oh, Judgment Day hits. So you just gotta like park all of that yeah. and do a Judgment Day thing, and then and then move on, which was really. Really kind of, in the last little bit, has really kind of broken up the, the latest story. Because he had the, uh, Spider-Man went to the X-Men Gala. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, it was a cool costume. Or no, who had the red and black costume? Was that him or Miles Morales? I it was Miles Morales. Oh, okay. He had the great costume. Never mind. <laughs> so it's it, so it was like, like the, we, even with those little breaks, I really like what Zeb Wells is doing. Mm-hmm. He's bringing back that mystery. Like, right now they're dealing with the Hobgoblin. And, like, even though we've been through this, like this who is he is he the oh okay now he, he is kingsley and he's now coming back and saying like oh what was it oh is it you know and he's just creating that just just that little shred of doubt yeah. that you're going like maybe he's gonna change like maybe 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 kingsley wasn't i don't know like i don't know well maybe no he's definitely no maybe he isn't. Oh, yeah. so it's just it's a really interesting i really love what he's doing with the character he's playing on the fringes of like like things like him partnering with Norman Osborn. Oh, really? And and now he's got a glider. What? And, uh, yeah, and, and like stuff that I saw, I saw the pictures, and I was like, oh my god, this is gonna. And then I read the story, and I was like, you know what? He's just he's playing on the edge, yeah. so close to being like this is absurd. Yeah. But it's just like okay, and you just know it's gonna fall on its face at some point. Yep. Something bad's <laughs> gonna happen. You just know. Yep. But it's it's been it's been really I have been very very impressed like especially following up Nick Spencer's mm-hmm. uh, run I, I just well uh, yeah. I think it's funny because Zeb Wells just I I think knocking it out of the park for for a story that's not your prototypical Spider Man yeah I think it's interesting that you mentioned Nick Spencer too because I feel like what you've told me about Nick Spencer's run it was all about trying to fix spider-man yeah and now that he's kind of more fixed and streamlined now you have zeb wells going okay now we're going to the next step yeah. which is like let's that's try the thing is like it like it's fixed and and he's working off that but he's just playing near the edge of like things that you just like i was so uncomfortable with him and like <laughs> being friends with norman osborne or working for norman osborne yeah. and i'm like this is not gonna end like this is not gonna end well <laughs> and like every time you think like oh oh see he's starting to show his signs it's like he keeps turning the dial back and you're like oh no he actually he actually was actually there to help him. Oh, Jeez. It's just, oh, yeah. it's so frustrating, yeah. like in a good way. No, Zeb Wells mm-hmm. wrote Hellions, which was my, yeah. uh, I'm pretty sure my number one last year. And yeah, it's, uh, he's, he's a great uh, author. I yeah. think he, he's think got so. a lot of talent and I'm excited yeah. to see what he, and it makes me want to read Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Like, how are the jokes? Is it pretty funny? Oh, the jokes are good. Heck yeah. He's, yeah. he's funny and, but knows when to do drama you know mm-hmm. like he, he he knows how to flip that switch which i think is really important and something the mcu has a problem with where they're just like no we have to just do comedy all the time mm-hmm. and that's why movies like uh thor love and thunder was fell flat is because it was just non-stop jokes that you never had a moment to feel sad so just it, everything came off flat right yeah. where zeb wells is very good about those uh peace and valleys yeah right? i mean jokes jokes are good um i thought the the flip the the twist in the first story arc of tombstone was really well done nice 
Um, yeah, I, I'm okay. very much enjoying it. Yeah, I gotta check it out. Uh, my number two. Two. Number two, uh, Batman White Knight. Again, mm -hmm. one I feel like I've talked about all year long, mm -hmm. but uh, I, I have to bring it on the list. Uh, so Batman, we even joked about this, uh, I think it was last episode about yeah. DC, that if DC <laughs> didn't have Batman, they'd have nothing. But yeah, like, basically. famous Batman storylines, Dark Knight Returns, Long Halloween, mm -hmm. uh, Hush. like Killing just, Joke. Killing Joke. Like He just has mm -hmm. such these crazy storylines. I really feel like... And some of the best writers yes. to write... A, a comic like you had Alan Moore yep. uh, on Killing Joke, um, uh, Jeff Loeb, yeah, Frank like, Miller, some amazing, amazing. Yeah, people. I honestly feel like Batman and White Knight by Sean Murphy is up there. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, I'm gonna push this because I feel like what it does so well is it just it blends modern storytelling while, mm -hmm. while paying homage to all the old stuff. Like you got hints of all those ones I just mentioned. You have hints of the '90s animated cartoon, which is amazing. But then you also have new stuff happening, which is so cool and it's just so refreshing. And like, I'm totally engaged into this White Knight universe that he's created. And mm -hmm. I'm so excited to continue reading it and where, see where it goes. Right. And I just think like, yeah, like if like, I think DC is tough because like, especially for you and me that don't read it on a regular basis, it's tough to like find how do you get in there. But like, when they have these side stories and alternate universes, it's so easy to just jump in and go like, oh, what's going on? Sweet up to speed let's let's check it out so yeah. highly recommend highly recommend i i will have to check that out um, mm -hmm. uh, as far as my i'm, I'm taking a, t a trip through all the batman oh, graphic really? novels yeah uh so my next one up is the is to reread because i read it way back in the day uh was uh, to reread the killing joke yeah uh, because i've got the anniversary edition of that one and then i'll have to check this one killing out. joke uh really side tangent on this yeah. uh i don't think it holds up as much Mm -hmm. Only because Alan Moore is such a uh, has moments, right? Yeah, <laughs> I've talked. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's very interesting. But I, I'll lend this to you. It's really good. And then actually, it's really funny. Uh, you convinced me to reread Long Long Halloween. Yeah. Uh, so I read reread it uh, recently, and I almost put it on my top five. Not not yeah. that high, but I, I was like, ah, I tentatively read it, you know, years ago, so I can't yeah. add it. But it, it's such a good read too. But... I, I would, you know, it, Long Halloween would have made my list, um, except for the fact that it was it came out so long ago. Well, like, I mean, but I'm, you only read so, it this year. I'm so right? late to the party with it, and I was trying to stay with like yeah. new stuff. Okay, fair enough. I know we've said in the past you can if you read oh, yeah. something from the '80s, yeah. go ahead. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Long Halloween. If you haven't read it, yeah, check it. But out. also, White Batman, White Knight uh, <laughs> for new stuff. But yeah, what's your number two? My well, number two, going way off the map on this. Okay, one. way off the map. It's the Critical Role Vox Machina Origins, both volumes and two and two and three I read. Oh, okay. Uh, this year. Now I cheat and I grab the I grab like the special edition uh, graphic novel one because oh, yeah. like I don't I, there's nowhere to buy kind of indie comics. You can't get it on a, an app or anything yep. like that. So I, I just well you you can but it's complicated. Not what I'm doing. Um, if you like D and D, mm -hmm. it's amazing. Mm -hmm. If you like Critical Role, it's amazing. Um. It's uh, Olivia Sampson. The art is fantastic. Uh, Judy Hauser does the uh, Jody Hauser. Sorry, does the uh, does the writing, which is kind of like uh, like I don't want to say they call it scripting because it's basically a story that's already taken place because yeah. it's their D and D campaign that took place that they're just writing now a a graphic novel to. Yeah, and it's the stuff that took place prior to them streaming it. Oh. on on the internet so really you you have no other option yeah. to see how they got to the point that they were when when the streaming started with the exception of this um so it's really 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 interesting the uh, like i said the art's great the characters are great they hold very true to the uh, zaniness that happened <laughs> in the in the in the in the stream um, and it's, you know, just a combination of two of my favorite things, D&D &D and, and comic books. Yeah. <laughs> and just smash them together. Smash them together. Um, yeah. and, and it's, it, both, both the last two have been great. The third one, which I read, uh, unfortunately, last year, and really should have probably been on my top, top five. Um, these two, well, well done, well written, well worth read. No, oh, awesome. Um, enjoyed them immensely kind of a side note but still talking mm -hmm. about vox machina did yeah. you uh watch the animated show oh of course was it good or i hate cartoons okay fair enough 
Loved it. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, loved it. Yeah. And it is not, like, do not watch this with anybody under the age of, like, 18. Oh, okay. <laughs> because <laughs> cause there's, uh, uh, cussing is the least of your worry. <laughs> there's some, oh, jeez. There's some serious adult humor in this. That's in, funny. In that stuff. So, but no, it's it was really good. Like, I, I even know people, like, for instance, my, my wife, who has never watched Critical Role, doesn't really know anything about Critical Role. She sat down and watched it, and she was like, I really like that. When's, oh, nice. when's the when's the next episode come? Or, like, when's the next season come? Yeah. She's, she's you know, got turned into a turned into a fan. How how bloody is it? Like, very, very gory, or? Uh, not, okay. I mean, sor- sort of. Okay. I mean, there's there's parts, but the, the story arc that they cover uh, is... Like there's, it's like a D and D campaign. Like yes, there's fighting, yes, there's stuff, but it's not. It, it's not. I would say it's not as gory as the, um, like what happens on their stream. Oh, okay. Certainly, <laughs> their stream they like really push it. But I think both the comic book and the, the other one, they're, they're certainly in the uh, the animators certainly have their moments. Yeah. But they're not. Okay. It, well, it's funny that your wife watched it because I was going to see if Whitney wanted to watch it. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll maybe we'll check it out. But yeah, I I tried Critical Role. I just I I love D and can't watch other people play D and D. Yeah. It's the same thing for me with uh, certain video games where it's like, especially RPGs. I can't watch because it's like, oh, I would never make that decision. So I don't want to. Yeah. Like, uh, I like don't know. Watching somebody play The Witcher. Exactly right. <laughs> it's like I, I can, sometimes I can see the appeal, but most of the time it's like ah, I'd rather just play it myself, you know, type of thing. So yeah. But uh, no, I definitely yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't have that kind of I, I don't know like the, like with with D and D streams uh, if they're short if they're like what what has to be there is there has to be a good story because if yeah. I'm just there to like watch the mechanics of a game take place I like I'm like pfft, yeah I, I don't care to watch this no if it's a really good story um, which you know with with Critical Role and any of these streamed shows are hit and miss from episode to episode because it's it's you don't know what's happening it's it's happening in the yeah. moment um yeah it, it's they can have some really good ones and some nice. good ones. so now on to our number one mm-hmm. so my number one fascinating enough like i said i went back to listen to yeah. last year's episode this was your number one last year oh it's daredevil 2019 by chip zadarsky and marco trichetto okay uh man what a like you were telling me you gotta read this you gotta read this i'm like ah yeah whatever dave i'll get there eventually and i i did read it this year and man is it freaking good like the amount of stuff that i mean it's a long like i'm saying the whole thing you gotta read the whole thing which is a bit yeah. che- bit cheap but it's so good because i feel like it just again it's one of those situations where it pays homage to the old school stuff like you have so much frank miller references in here mm-hmm. of the 80s you have like they they have a conversation about the spider-man versus wolverine fight mm-hmm. like from again from the 80s and 90s and whatnot and like it's just so much homage but then it takes so many things and t- brings it into a modern context right yeah. like the the whole conversation about like should superheroes be held up to a certain standard should they be like go to jail you know like how do we how do we po- quote unquote police them how do the police in this universe interact with superheroes because mm-hmm. you had that cop who comes over from chicago and yeah. like, what the fuck's happening yeah. you know type of thing and then you but then you also have this crazy storyline with wilson fisk being mayor and like how does he deal with being in a public eye and like mm-hmm. versus his his shady undergrounds plus you had people having to fill the spot of wilson fisk and like who's how's that fight going like there's so much cra- you had electra as daredevil yeah. like there's so much crazy stuff that happened in the storyline that's just in the fact that he's able to make it so like it make it flows so well yeah. like the only part that really had a bit of a hitch was when they did the king and black uh yeah. tie-in. but even that wasn't that bad as no. it could have been no. Like they found a way to make it reasonable. What, what I what I liked is he managed to maneuver it into the story that was already taking yes. place, and then move out without it just going like, "Oh, the story's going along," and then we just break away for yeah. two two uh, issues and then come back. He actually wove it into his own yeah. narrative, which is like, in my opinion, that's just a sign of a, a good writer. Yes. Um. You know, unfortunately, that was not the case with a lot of other no. series where they had to break <laughs> away. It was just like you're in the middle of something, and then all of a sudden they just broke away and did these like random yep. two issues. And, and then when they came back, they pretended it never happened, yeah. right? And it's just like, well, what was the point of that, right? Yeah. Whereas this one, what happened in King of Black impacted the story not a huge ton, but yeah. like at least a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was just, fa- it was such a good read. Highly recommend for anybody to go check it out. And like you said, you kind of he's continuing it on. So yeah. after Devil's Reign, I did Devil's Reign was a little bit disappointing. 
only because I thought the ending would just kind of ended. Yeah. Like the the concept of what was going on was really cool, but then it just kind of just okay, never mind. Let's let's move on type of thing. And I was yeah. a little bit sad about that, but uh, but yeah, this this run is amazing. I'm super yeah. interested to see what Zadarsky does going forward. But that's my number one for 2022. What's, what's going my on? number one? Yeah, for 2022 is also Daredevil. Yeah, and and, and Devil uh, Daredevil. It was it would be the end of the 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 most recent series into Dark Reign. Or, uh, sorry, uh, Devil's Reign, and then on to the okay. the, the new series. Um, because, again, I thought the, the run itself leading up to uh, Devil's Reign was awesome. Yep. Um, the only issue I had with the Devil's Reign was just... It wasn't even so much the ending. It was just that like there was something about it that just didn't quite fit. Yeah. That it, but, but, like, the overarching idea of fisk being obsessed with like okay something somebody messed with my mind yeah and you know now he knows who it is uh and then there was a lot of um resolving what was happening at the end of the daredevil in there as well with the stromans and and you know what was yeah what, what was transpiring with them uh and basically fisk just going you know completely like gangster on all of them and just going like oh you want to really see you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like it was just it was really good and i thought one of the most fascinating aspects that they just really didn't lean into was i loved the thunderbolts idea of like we're just gonna slap a thunderbolts badge <laughs> on a bunch of like these random idiot villains yeah. and have them go around policing stuff and there just wasn't i i didn't feel like there was enough of that because mm -hmm. it was it was kind of fun and interesting because <laughs> it was yeah. just like these most random people show up and it's like oh my god they have a badge like like rhino <laughs> rhino yeah. had a badge it yeah was, it was like an interesting mix of like uh civil war meets dark avengers mm -hmm. dark reign i guess is yeah kinda, like, it's an interesting mix that way yeah for sure, and there, there was that aspect and then the aspect of of uh Octavius using the portal to bring in oh, other yeah. versions of himself, dude. Ghost that, are, that are like Ghost Rider and the Hulk and Wolverine, yeah, that and was it was rad. just like, oh, <laughs> this is so absurd yet really neat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and slap... again, they just yeah. didn't lean into it enough. No, yeah. Like, like it was so, it was so good, but uh, like it, 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 yeah, it had its slight disappointment there, but it was still. Still a good read. Yeah. Um, and then leaning into the new series where it's picked up where him and Elektra are basically like, okay, we're now, you know, hip to hip. Yeah. We're partnered up. We're both Daredevil. Uh, we're going to do things on a bigger scope. Yeah. Uh, and they're going to take over uh, the fist. <laughs> so you got the hand. Yeah. And then there's apparently another group called the Fist, Interesting. and they're taking over this this the, the Fist, um, and it's just like yeah, the, there's been a couple surprises there um, that have come up. I don't want to spoil anything because it's just it was really neat, but yeah. really again like I just like you often see somebody come in and they like they smash it and they kill it and then it just starts to peter off. Yeah, and I'm like oh I was a little worried after the the uh, Devil's Reign it was gonna like. The, the writing by uh, by uh, Chip Zdarsky was going to drop off a little. But no, it just picked right back up where it is. And Heck I'm just yeah. like, okay, yeah. He, he's yeah. got it. Daredevil's a ninja. Man, I don't... Awesome. This, this like, <laughs> last, like, five years has been, like, the year of Daredevil for us. Yeah. Like, every every yeah. time we have a Daredevil on there, it's... Yeah, it's well, uh, do you know what? Like, I was so close to grabbing, and I didn't just because I couldn't find the... Um, they already had like the third or fourth or tenth printing of, <laughs> of the first issue of Batman that Chip Zdarsky did. Oh yeah, uh, with Jimenez and uh, like they had, I think they were on about the fourth or fifth issue that he'd done. No, well, fifth or sixth issue that they'd done. Uh, and I was gonna grab those because it was like I'm such a fan of what he's written yep. so far. I'm like, and he's grab grab Batman. Yeah, like so apparently because I listened to another podcast mm -hmm. that uh, Comic Book Nation, uh, pretty good. But uh, they talk about his run on Batman. Apparently, it's just as crazy as Daredevil, where he takes old stuff and puts it in a modern context. And they're like, "You remember that? You know, yeah. type of thing." Like, what a what which a throwback for them. Throwback. So yeah, we got to check out Zadarsky. I yeah. think that's a big big theme of uh, our, especially our podcast in the last couple of years. Since we mm -hmm. uh, reading comics more and more often, is like 
some of these writers coming out are so good. You have Donny yeah. Cates with his insanity. You have Al Ewing with his deep philosophy. You have Zdarsky doing some awesome stuff. You have Zeb Wells doing some awesome stuff. Like there's some really talented writers and artists out there right now that it's just like they're just pushing everything in such a new direction. It's really fun to watch. Yeah, it's and it's interesting like where they are because like like you would have had in the past. Um, Chip Zdarsky took over uh, Daredevil. He's writing it. Oh, it's really popular. He would have been moved off that book immediately and put mm -hmm. on like Spider Man or the X Men. Yeah, because that's what they because do. that's what they do. Uh, and the fact that a lot of these and even with the artists, uh, you're finding that they they're, they're staying like he's staying with Daredevil. Like I mean, he just finished a run. Yep. Then he finished a miniseries, and now he started like he's starting on this yeah. on his second run. Um, which is which is great for characters like Daredevil, who was like that, like that tier below your B level, yeah. you know, your Spider Mans and your Captain America's Avengers and all that kind of stuff, mostly due to the movies. Um, but Daredevil's like right there, and you've got by far, in my opinion, Marvel's most talented writer mm -hmm. writing a B character, mm -hmm. and 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 making him an A plus Elevate, character, yeah, elevating it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and you don't see that like right right now. Um, you know, X-Men, Avengers, you know, a lot of their bigger mainstay books are not being written by, uh, people that are doing a good job right now. Yeah. Not that they haven't done in the past, but they're just not doing it right now. Mm -hmm. Um, and you see these other art artists and writers that are on other lesser known titles that are just killing it. Like, why has Scotty Young not been moved off of, uh, a cat, a strange academy? Well, because they have, yeah, you, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, like in in the past, that's what they were yeah. prototypically doing. Is they were going like, oh, what you got talent? Okay, we're gonna put you on the top, and that's why you never saw like a a Black Panther or a Daredevil for for a long time. You know, some of these other characters climb the rungs mm -hmm. because their artists and their their uh, their writers were just poached the minute they showed any yeah. kind of talent. Yeah, it didn't give them the full the full ish, uh, ability to finish no. their story, right? Yeah. And it's nice to see that they're trying to change, right? Yes. I mean, like you said, there's still issues like uh, like the X Men books are kind of falling off the cliff right now, yeah. but uh, they're they're learning. I think they're getting a little bit better than what they were doing. Yeah, right, there's so. some good stuff. Like, I mean, I've enjoyed some of the uh, some of the Wolverine stuff that they've mm -hmm. done. Uh, I've uh, enjoyed uh, some of the X. Like, there's been bits and pieces, but there there are certainly other comics like Excalibur has just been bad. <laughs> you know, like there's been those yeah. ones there, but it, it's just good to see that like they didn't just flat out lose Chip Zdarsky. No, yeah. You know, and and like person of putting to me because he's been my top comic to read for two years in a row. Yep, hundred percent. Right. So yeah. that's good on them. Like you said, he moved over to Batman, but he's doing both. So there yeah. you go. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, those were our top tops of 2022. Mm. Uh, any final thoughts of the year, Dave? Or? No, it was a, it was a strange year. Uh, again, a lot of saturated uh, stuff from Marvel, like with the with the miniseries and the and the events and just some of the some of the directions they were going. And and they did lose some, certainly lost some talent. I know DC has been going through the same mm -hmm. thing. Um, you <laughs> yeah. know, and 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 I I, I do want to say like I. This year, I probably picked up more independent or, or smaller, yeah. uh, you know, uh, uh, publishing company uh, books than I ever have in any other year. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of talented uh, people out there that don't work for Marvel or DC yeah. uh, that I was I've, I've been, you know, pleasantly surprised with and, and glad that I got introduced to because now I'm starting to, you know, branch out into some of that stuff and kind of read through it yeah. and, and, and see what it's all about. So, um you it's know, good to hear. It's uh, it's it, it's an ever changing. You know, it'll get to the point where all of a sudden Marvel and DC, you know, crack open their their wallets and <laughs> bring a bunch of people back because yeah. they're gonna have to at some point. Hundred percent. I mean, DC's just a mess in general, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah. But yeah, that's our that's the end, our tops for twenty twenty two. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening this year. We really appreciate it. Make sure to follow us wherever you found us. Uh, and yeah, make sure to let us know in the comments your tops of the years, and we'll we'll definitely check them out and let you know what I think, what we think. Uh, and then our plan for the new year, our first episode should hopefully in January talk about MCU Phase Four, oh. and what the heck happened there, and then our look ahead for twenty twenty three. But yeah, thanks so much for joining me, Dave, and we'll yeah. see you all next time. See you later.